Good evening, and welcome to Not The Show. I'm Joe. I'm Mondo. How are What's you, up, buddy? I'm, I'm good, man. Yeah, me too. Man, it's it's been it's been over it's been a year and three months since since I've talked to you. Yes, it is. It was beginning of June, wasn't it? Yeah. Last year, beginning of June. Last year, beginning of June, we talked about Mad Max, uh, Fury Road. That's right. We had a very special episode where we did nothing but talk about one thing. Yeah. This is going to be the opposite of that. I think we're going to just kind of get back into it a little bit and um, talk about what we might do going forward. Yeah. And there's also there's also a bunch of things I want to touch on. That's cool, too. Yeah. And also, um, you know, for those of you listening at home, uh, it really hasn't been like a year and like some odd months since we've spoken. It's just been a year and some odd months since we've gotten together and done this podcast. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Uh, that was we cool. talked recently. We have, of course. The other day. Yeah. Uh, you want to other podcasts? Yeah, you, you want to <laughs> plug that? You could plug that. All right, yeah, let's plug that. Um, we're doing two new podcasts, both of, both of which are specific, unlike this show. Um, there's the American Gods cast, uh, where we're discussing the novel and upcoming stars television show American Gods by Neil Gaiman, and that's uh, that's already. By the time you hear this, you'll be able to listen to episodes one. Um, episode two, actually, we're recording this Sunday, the 11th, and episode two will be up tomorrow. Chapter two, because <laughs> we're doing the book. So That's chapter right. two will actually be up tomorrow. And the other podcast we're doing is The Beamcast, which is our Dark Tower podcast, which you can find on Discordian 19. American Godscast, you can find on AmericanGodscast.net. And uh, Beancast, you can find on Discordia 19. Yeah, yeah still... subscribe to both of them. Listen we're... to them. Give us give us ratings and reviews. Uh, write to us. We'll yeah. give you links for all that crap at the end of the show, like, you know, the the, the tweeting at us. Yeah, we're still waiting for iTunes approval on uh, Beamscast. That's only, we only have the episodes up at the site at Discordia19.com. But the um, it's not on iTunes yet. It's coming. Coming. Yeah. And then I'm, I'm going to have to learn how to post these to uh, Google. Google does podcasts now too, don't they? Yes, I did it for um, I did it for American Godscast. Yeah, so I'm going to have to, uh, since I'm in charge of this one and, and the other one, I'm going to have to do it for those two. Also, you can find American Godscast on Link. Uh, man, I keep saying LinkedIn. It's not on LinkedIn. No, that would be getting a job. Yes. <laughs> Tune in. Tune in. Tune in. Um, we'll have to we'll have to put these other ones on tune in as well. This way, you can say things like, you know, Alexa, play t- play American Gods cast on tune in. She's not going to do it. See, she goes straight to. She goes because I have American Gods on my thing, man. She just gives me American Gods. She doesn't listen to me. Alexa, stop. <laughs> That's a... something that's happened over the past year. I got I got the Amazon Echo. Yeah, I have one too. I know. I, I liked yours, so I got my own. Yeah, it's very cool. That's it's a Christmas gift to myself. Yeah, it's it's a it's a neat. I was at my mom's yesterday, and JoJo was playing with hers, and he was um, he was adding things to her shopping lists like poop. Add <laughs> <laughs> Alexa, add poop to mom's shopping list. <laughs> Stuff like that. I just muted mine so that we could talk about her more without, without me act, accidentally ordering anything. Yeah, but then anybody listening in their rooms, they end up like with lists of things going on. Yeah, but that, but that's funny though. It is, I suppose. 
like I was telling my mother, I, I ordered on Amazon Prime Day, I ordered the um, the Cuisinart Griddler um, because it was on sale because it was Prime Day. And I was just like, at first I was just like, man, that would be handy. I'm not going to buy one. But that would, you know, it's nice. And then it was like, you know, if you use your Amazon Echo to purchase it, uh, you get like an additional 10 bucks off. And I was like, man, that might be too cheap to pass up. So I came home for lunch and I said, Alexa, order me a Cuisinart Griddler. And she did. And I was like, man, that's awesome. And then later that day, I was telling my mom about it. I was like, we live in the future. I just said, Alexa, order Cuisinart Griddler. And she did. And I heard her go, boop. And I was like, I may have just ordered another one. <laughs> <laughs> yep, you may have just ordered one for everyone in that listening, too. Yeah, I had to take it out of my uh, out of my living room because um, because of, uh, what's his name? The guy from The Hunt for Red October and 30 Rock, Alec Baldwin. Mm-hmm. He does those Alexa commercials, and I used to have her in my living room. <laughs> and he'd always be like, you know, Alexa, what's this or this? And my Alexa would be like, you know, answer. And I'd be like, man, Alec Baldwin, you're killing me. I had mine in my bedroom for a while, and I just, I moved it in. Once I moved here, um, which is my new place, I moved it to my kitchen because my kitchen's kind of in the same room as my living room. It's all one room here. This room is big, one big room. And something is weird with the acoustics in here. She has trouble hearing me much more than she used to. She doesn't ever go off from the TV or anything like that. I have to kind of walk up to it to make it work. I think I'm going to move it, put it somewhere else. Yeah, either that or you can get one of those, um, you can get the uh, the fire, one of the fire things that comes with the fire remote that has the Alexa uh, mic in it. I have one, yeah. There you go, yeah. Yeah, but then you got to find, the, then I remember to find that remote every time I want to use it. <laughs> yeah. I almost ordered the Dot, which is the little tiny version of the, because um, I wanted to put one in, like in my bathroom just for, just right. to ask questions. But I, then that was the same week that Google announced that they're going to put one out. Uh, which it didn't come out yet, but um, so I canceled my order of the dot, and I decided to see what Google, what Google's going to do first and see if it's better. Yeah, I might change out my Google for my Alexa for my Google. I'm thinking about getting. Um, well, I was. I'm, I'm still not sure. I was thinking about getting the tap. That's the uh, more portable one. Yeah, it's the portable one, and it's it's more. It seems to be more of a Bluetooth speaker with Alexa in it whereas like alexa is the thing that does have a bluetooth speaker in her i mean i hope you know i put my bluetooth to her all the time but this seems like the same thing backwards but yes yeah, more portable it's you know there's like a docking station you can just walk it around mm-hmm. so i figured that'd be good for around the house but also for work like i don't have an internet connection at work but sometimes i don't want to use my headphones um, when I'm at work, especially, you know, I mean, I'm throwing boxes and stuff and there's a lot of, you know, on Saturdays anyway, I'm, I'm doing a lot of physical labor of lifting things. And I also have to hear people. So usually I have one earbud, like I stuck it in my shirt and I have one earbud kind of dangling. It's always getting stuck on stuff. So I was thinking I might, you know, it'd be good to get a Bluetooth speaker, but having one that's Alexa where I can do all my Alexa stuff. You know, because I mean, I ask her to play stuff for me on, on Prime all the time. Um, you know, I listen to my audiobooks on it. Uh, it'd be nice to be able to just move her around the house with me, you know, bring her into the kitchen while I'm cooking. Yeah. Instead, this way I don't have to unplug her to bring her around. Like, if I wanted to bring her into the kitchen now, I got to unplug this whole thing. Yeah, that's, that's kind of why I put mine in the kitchen. I was like, I can use her, like, for a timer when I cook things or, or for, you know, that's where I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in this room a lot, but 
she doesn't work very well where she is and I don't cook things <laughs> so <laughs> the, the things I do cook I don't really need a timer for you know, I have a I have a seven year old when he when he when I ask him what he wants for dinner his answer is either McDonald's or pasta and these days more pasta than anything else all he ever wants is pasta these days Every meal. If, if, I, if I let him, he'd eat pasta with every meal, with nothing else on the side, just a bowl of pasta. No sauce. He doesn't want sauce. Um, wonder where he gets that from. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I don't like to take the blame for that. All kids like pasta with butter better than pasta with sauce when they're as young as, as he is. But, That's true. Butter is good. But the um, I have been – he does like sauce, and I do give him – sauce because I don't want him to end up like me. So, right. so I do try and give him sauce. Now, does he like other cakes other than pound cake? Yeah, he'll eat birthday yeah. cake and stuff. Yeah, he'll be fine. But he loves pound <laughs> cake the best. Pound cake is good. You know what, another, let me turn this into a cooking show for a second, man. You know what's really good? Black bean cake, black bean chocolate cake for my mother's birthday. I was, I wasn't planning on making her a cake at all. Like my niece, um, my niece cooks. She's she's quite there. Um, so you know, I was sure she was going to wind up making a cake for my mom's birthday. But then, um, you know, my mom has problems with gluten. I, I don't know how serious the problems of gluten are. Like whether or not, you know, she actually acts or if she's just reads too much stuff and she's just like gluten is my problem. But so, but she doesn't eat it, you know, or she eats it sparingly. Mm -hmm. So um, someone at work was telling me about this black bean chalk cake they made out of like black beans, like the black beans you would use in a chili or a burrito. And I was like, what? And um, she told me it was really good. She said it was just like a regular chocolate cake. But, you know, instead of using any sort of flour, you just use the black beans. So I was like, man, I'm going to look that recipe up. So I did. And it, it's, a, it's not complicated, but it's time consuming because instead of like mixing all the things together like you normally would for a cake, there's a lot of like separating things and mixing those things before you put them all together. And the entire early process, I was very like wary. I was like, man, I don't see how this is going to work. I had all these black beans and eggs like blended. And I'm just like, man, this is black beans and eggs. This, this is not a cake, but son of a bitch, man, that cake was awesome. And it tasted just like a regular chocolate cake. It rose like regular chocolate cake, tasted like chocolate cake, looked like chocolate cake. I was like, man, that was pretty good. That's very strange. Yeah. Speaking of, you know, cooking things in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And cake. We were also talking about cake. We were. I mean, you know, when, when I moved in, my, my mom, like, first thing she did was she made me all, these, all this chicken. And she, fro she made, gave me this giant Ziploc bag full of frozen chicken cutlets. And I was like, you know, I, know, you know, I can make those. She's like, yeah, but I'm helping you out. And then... About a month later, she gave me another giant bag of chicken cutlets. And, and so just about once a month, she shows up with um, more chicken cutlets for me. And so I found that JoJo and I eat a lot of plain pasta and chicken cutlets for dinner when we're here. I actually, that sounds good. I love chicken cutlets. Me too. Although, you know, they, have, some for they have a little bread. There, there's a little breadcrumb there, and I don't eat much bread, but... Yeah. I had a bunch of chicken cutlets for brunch today. Brunch is cool. Um, Jesse made, yeah. Jesse made a bunch of, well, a bunch of stuff, and some of it was chicken cutlets. And man, I like chicken cutlets. But yeah, you know, my nephew has this friend, this kid. He's um, 
I'm pretty sure he's a Hindu. Okay. You know, and not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> but when he came in, like, you know, they offered him some food and he said, like, he couldn't eat beef or pork, which is why I think he's a Hindu as opposed to a Muslim Indian. He's, he, his family's from India. And um, so, uh, you know, I was like, oh, he's probably, like, I didn't want to cry, but I was like, he's probably Hindu because, like, you know, the beef thing, unless it's a cultural thing. But again, I didn't cry. But anyway, you know, there was plenty of, like, beef and pork products and, you know, my nephew just, I don't know, he gave him a sausage and was just like, yeah, no, it should be fine. And the kids started eating the sausage. And then my nephew thinks to ask, he's like, hey, um, is there any pork or beef in the sausage? And it's like, yeah, man, it's like it's a pork sausage. And the kid, you know, <laughs> he spit it out. And wow. He wanted some water to rinse his mouth out and stuff. And, you know, we're like, hey, why didn't you ask first, Nate? Like, what do you think was in there? You know, it's <laughs> like, well, he's like, it could have been chicken or turkey or something. It's like, no, well, it could have been, but you probably should have checked before giving your friend with his cultural dietary necessities, you know, this big breakfast sausage. <laughs> Okay, so food. What else going on? I moved. You uh, moved. Yeah, we talked about that. I briefly mentioned that. So yeah, I'm. I'm uh, I got a new place here. It's pretty cool. You lost some weight. Yeah, yeah, I lost some weight. I put it all back on today at that brunch, but all right, not all of it. But... <laughs> yeah, I've been doing. I've been doing the low carb thing. You know, not like uh, not following any sort of specific plan. But just like keeping keeping within certain limits and stuff. Sure. And, um, yeah, you know, I, I get my steps in every day. I guess if we haven't recorded in a year, then um, I was just beginning to start to um, diet back then too. So I've lost some weight too. Yeah, you lost a lot of weight. Well, I've been doing yeah, it longer. Like, You'll get there. Yeah, I hope so. Because, um, I mean, I'll tell you my. my my physical problems are so much better now that I've lost all this weight. I mean, I lost a bunch of weight when I started working at the post office. Yeah, it's a physical job. Yeah, you know, which was great. But then, um, you know, then I got a regular job at the post office as opposed to, like, you know, my, my support employee type position. And that regular job involves, like, you know, waiting on people at the window and selling stamps. And my job it used to. And, like, you know, I started putting the weight back on. And, you know, I was like, man, this, you know, this dog won't hunt. And that's when I was like, you know, I can't just rely on like, you know, the little bit of, of physical exercise I get. Because, I mean, you know, standing all day, I'm, I'm sometimes I'm too tired to like want to exercise or something. I mean, my job's tiring. It's never physical anymore, but it's, man, it's tiring, especially since I hate people. <laughs> like, you know, like not individual people. But like you know, in general, I hate people. I could see and how now, working with I could see how that would be exhausting, just from, just from that. Yeah, because like I'm not one of those people who hates people and like lets people know about it. It's like man, I'm always really cheerful, and you know I make jokes and I, I talk kind of funny um, when I say things, and because not only is it better for them, you know, it's better for me. It keeps me from hating them as much. Sure. Um, like when I have to ask the hazmat question, like, you know, is there anything liquid, fragile, perishable, or potentially hazardous, like lithium batteries or perfume? <laughs> and they're just like, what? <laughs> like, you sound like you're on a game show. Or I'm just like, yeah, you know, well, is there? You know, answer yes or no. Sometimes if I know what they're packing, 
like if they put like um you know books in there you know i'll throw books into the hazmat question i'll be like you know there's like yeah i'm just sending these books to my brother and i'm like all right i need you to answer this question is there anything liquid fragile perishable or potentially hazardous like lithium batteries perfume or books and they start to say no and they're like wait what books and i'm just like yeah and they're like um yeah i've got books in there i'm like oh boy no i'm just messing with you <laughs> you know and they're like oh oh and i'm like yeah you, i heard you know you said books so i'm just teasing you go ahead and hit no uh, so I guess while we're talking yeah, about so, I guess while we're talking about jobs, I could uh, I have a I've took a second job now. If we're talking about life, yeah, I took a job that I do in the uh, when I'm not at my full time job. Um, I'm doing like uh, I'm an estimator for a sign company, like like signs like for bathrooms and hospital rooms and things like that. So like the the raised signs and like with the rails on them. Yep. As well as the bigger stuff, outdoor signs too, the building signs, just signs in general. That's cool. Yeah, I needed a little, uh, little extra money, and uh, so I'm doing that on my own, on my own time off, off hours from work. And when it's very slow at work, I work from work. Right. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, it seems to be okay. You know, and you do stuff like that. You, it's like it's it's not a large leap from from what you do printing i mean it's a different animal but it's not like a large leap to a different animal well there's still some like design work i'm guessing in like stuff right yeah it's, it does have similarities yeah so yeah so it was kind of a natural fit for me and uh, so i'm doing that now too man i've sort of i haven't really taken a second job but i suppose now I can I can say that I'm a paid published writer, I suppose. Really? I'm getting a royalty check. Yeah, from the DMs Guild. Like, you know, I've been playing a lot of Dungeons and Dragons. I, I that's you know. I do that instead of like dating. Which isn't to say that like people who play Dungeons and Dragons can't date them. That's it seems to take up a lot of my, my free time. One of these days well I'll, I'll I don't want to go on too long, but man, I've had a couple of really terrible dating experiences lately. Maybe I'll share them tonight. Maybe I won't. They're, <laughs> they're kind of weird and sad and funny, but um, but yeah. So for you know, uh, Wizards of the Coast started doing this DMs Guild thing, it's this where you can, you know, you write your own material and you just put it there, and you set a price or you set no price or you can set pay what you want. And, you know, people can just download your stuff. And none of it's, like, official material. It's, like, if they like it a lot, you know, they may come to you and say, hey, we really like this thing you did. We want to make it official material. We want to buy the rights from you so that we can put it in a book. And you can say yes or no or whatever. But, um, yeah, so I started selling stuff on there. Because, you know, I'm making this stuff up anyway. So now I guess I got to clean it up and, you know, make it look a little more professional and, like, fix spelling. And, um... Yeah, I did, I did a few things that really seemed to, like, kind of hit well. Um, like, just, like, supplements for, like, you know, making poison in Dungeons & Dragons. Uh, supplement for making cures in Dungeons & Dragons. Um, just weird shit like that. And, like, over the course of, like, a few months, I made, like, a hundred bucks in royalties. Oh, nice. Yeah, and they're sending me, like, I have it set up so that, like, uh, you know, they send me a check when I make a hundred bucks. And, uh, um... 
they spec the other day. I'm waiting for it to come so I can like take a picture of it and hang it on the wall or some shit. You know? oh, that's very cool. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, look, royalty check. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, maybe it'll grow and grow. Yeah, so it's not really a job. Well, who knows? Maybe it'll grow that's into something. Yeah. Keep it up. I mean, of course, you like what I'm doing. You're doing bunch of stuff on your own time and the fact that you're, you're doing you were doing it anyway and you do it for your own pleasure anyway is makes it really um kind of a good uh opportunity to turn something you like doing into something that may become more than that maybe it'll never be full-time but uh that's very cool thank you thank you yeah uh yeah. i don't know anything else going on in our lives I guess not. Aside from those terrible dates, I'm going to save terrible dates for another night. Another episode, yeah. We'll Show number two will be Mondo's terrible date night. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, I, we missed a lot of movies. We did. We did. We missed a lot of movies, so a lot of TV shows. We missed a lot of Game of Thrones. Uh, we had uh, Stranger Things. We had uh, a whole lot of movies, though. Star Wars. Yeah, we had Star Wars. Um, <laughs> Batman v Superman. Yeah. Did you see that? I did. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't love. <laughs> I didn't love it either. I liked Suicide Squad a lot better, and Suicide Squad wasn't a perfect movie either. Yeah, I, I haven't seen it yet, but I heard that. I heard that they added a lot of music, like kind of like last minute, mm-hmm. um, to a uh, make it different from Batman versus Superman, but also to like jump on that like. Um, awesome soundtrack guardians of the galaxy bandwagon yeah i read the same thing yeah so uh, we'll see what happens man I'm, I'm interested i like aquaman yes me too Aquaman was cool he's got his own movie coming doesn't he or is yeah. it or, or is he in is it a justice league movie he'll be in the justice league movie right like he's in the trailer that they've already filmed he beats up on batman a little which is cool yeah but this is called drago aquaman not like that you know not that little blonde guy with the green tights, like you know, who, who talks to fish, and everybody makes fun of. Um, this is like this is a dangerous looking Aquaman, and Wonder Woman was also very kick-ass in the movie. She was. And her movie looks good. The trailer for her movie they showed at Comic Con. Wonder Woman looks like it's going to be a great movie. Like even if the rest of the DC universe is all crap, I think that's going to be a good movie. I think so too, um, and I, you know what else I like? Uh, I'm a, I watch the Flash on on the WB, and I do like yeah. the I like the Flash from the movies too. Uh, we saw a little of him in. Uh, do we see him in Batman Superman? Or was that just a trailer for Justice League that I saw him in? Um, we see him. You see him more in the in the trailer, but he is he's in that one scene where Batman's like watching. Um, like other superheroes, right? Like he's stalking them. Yeah, yeah. It's like the only thing missing from that was like every breath you take, like playing in the background. Huh. <laughs> but um, yeah, we see him a little bit, and that may—I'd have to watch the movie again. I've only seen it once, but that may or may not have been him in that Batman dream, where um, he kind of like comes back like through that time, and he's just like you know. Don't trust him. And like, you know, Batman assumes that he's talking about Superman, but he's probably talking about something else. But that's that's like a that's like a nod to the comics, like the Crisis on Infinite Earths series, where Flash you know, was running backwards through time to the point where he died 
but he kept showing up places and warning people that the crisis on infinite earths was coming and he stayed dead for a while the barry allen flash in, in the comic universe he stayed dead for a while and that's not the that's not the storyline that's about to start this year in the flash right that's he did go back in time to try and change and change something, and so something's going to be all screwed up in the DC TV universe this year. Yeah, like spoiler alert, people! Um, if you're a Flash watcher, hopefully you know the new season's about to start, so hopefully you've seen it. But that this, this is your spoiler alert. Yeah, he goes back and actually does stop the murder of his mom. He had a chance to do it once before and didn't. Right. And then at the end of season two, you know he's like, "Eh, fuck it, I'm, I'm going to save her anyway." I mean, it wasn't as simple as that, but, you no. know, he does. He saves her. And in saving her, he has caused one of the crises to occur. Um, I think, man, I'm not a big DC guy. Uh, I read a lot about them more than I actually read them. It was um, Flashpoint. Flashpoint. Okay, that's that's what it's called. Yeah. That's what I've heard, them, yeah. heard it called on stuff. Yeah, because, I mean, DC has this really annoying habit of rebooting their universe every, like, very often. The New 52, that was recent, wasn't it? Yeah, and that may have come out of Flashpoint, or did Flashpoint restore that? I, I don't know, they do it so often. But yeah, so apparently, like, um, and but that's one of those is where Barry Allen comes back. Like, he stayed dead for, like, a long time in, in the comic book universes. I mean, I think it was 84, Crisis on Infinite Earths, when he died. And he stayed dead like for a long time, but now he's back. And I think that that's, um, that's what they're going to try and do the Flashpoint thing, season three. Man, but I do love that show. I love Harrison Wells so much. Yeah, it's a good show. <laughs> uh, I wonder well, if it's going to, I wonder if they're going to mess around with the other shows as well, because it really should affect um, Arrow and um, Legends of Tomorrow as well. And possibly Supergirl. Uh, and possibly Supergirl, Supergirl. yeah, so. I don't know. I mean, I know they're still doing crossovers. They're saying that the, um, you know, there's going to be longer crossovers now because instead of just doing like a two-hour, you know, Flash Arrow, you know, now they're going to be doing a Flash Arrow Legend Supergirl, so like three, four-hour crossovers, which, which I'm down with. I mean, you know, I didn't love Legends of Tomorrow. I didn't hate it either, but I felt the same exact way. Yeah, it it wasn't as good as like Arrow or the Flash. Um, and it felt kind of uh, forced and rushed, and like I I don't know is it was it was hard to get into. I I think maybe a better a slower build up would have would have been good. Maybe like maybe do more stuff in the other shows to like build up to it. I agree. It's uh it had some issues. Uh, I did hear that Kevin Smith is writing an episode of Supergirl this year. Did you hear that? I did not hear that. He is, and and uh, for, what what was the name of the? Um, so he was he wrote a script for a Superman movie, didn't he? Yes. Right. He talks about it in one of his uh, in one of his like uh, specials, like one of his DVDs. Yeah, th- and there's a whole documentary someone made about the Kevin Smith version of. Of um, of the Superman wasn't it Superman Lives was that what it was going to be called Yes Okay yes. so as an homage to Superman Lives the name of the episode is going to be Supergirl Lives but it really has nothing to do with his original script for Superman <laughs> Yeah that that is that story is just like an excellent um, 
like a ex- explanation of what's wrong with Hollywood. Like Hollywood makes a lot of awesome movies. You and you and I both love movies. Yes. Um, and a lot of them are really good, and a lot of them aren't. And he, he does a really good job of explaining with this story about Superman Lives, like why some of them aren't. Like you know, this the things that the producer wanted him to add, like the giant spider. And I can't remember the producer's name, but I mean, he he did put he puts giant spiders in everything. And Kevin's story, it's like he's talking about when he saw Wild Wild West, giant spider. <laughs> the guy just has a fixation on giant spiders. But yeah, he wanted to put a giant spider in, in Superman Lives. It made no so- sense to the Superman story, but, you know, the guy just wanted giant spider. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, and all the other weird things. And they're kind of doing like a Superman Lives thing with the with the current thing now too because they killed him just like he died in the dc verse you know killed by doomsday you know they mixed in like a whole shitload of other stories to to make that to make that mess of a film um which i would have liked actually had it been not superman and batman like if it had been like nightman versus power guy (laughs) like that would have it wouldn't have been so bad but like Batman straight up murders so many people in this movie. Like, not even just, like, because he had to. Like, he is just driving his Batmobile through people's faces um, (laughs) in pursuit of trying to kill Superman. It's not even like he's doing it to save somebody. He's doing it in pursuit of killing Superman. Batman kills everybody. He's just, he just doesn't give a shit. And I'm just like, man, you know, I'm not, I'm not even trying to be a purist about this stuff. It's just like, but there, there's certain iconic characteristics that you have to keep in a film, I think. Like, you know, especially something as iconic as Batman and Superman. And they have they have not done that. So the movie would have been a lot better had it been like some gritty superhero film made by some dude that wasn't connected to a particular superhero universe. It would have been probably a much better movie. Yeah, you're, you're right. Um so Star Wars, and, um, I know what I wanted to ask you. Did you? Yeah. I wanted to ask if you've watched the trailer for the new, the next Star Wars, uh, not the yeah, sequ- not the one. sequel. The uh, so they're making Rogue one. Yeah, so they're making um, ancillary movies to to the Star Wars, the new trilogy, and this first one's coming out as Rogue One. It's right. the story of the um, rebels stealing the plans of the Death Star. Uh, I watched the first trailer, but then I've been avoiding trailers since then. So it's going to be hard to talk yeah, about I've this watched... until the movie comes out. <laughs> I watched the first and second trailer. Uh, I didn't see a huge difference in the trailers. So I was like, you know, I checked to make sure I watched the second trailer. and I, was, I mean, but that happens often. Mm-hmm. You know, second trailer is not necessarily too different from the first. Man, but I'll tell you, it looks good. Like just some of the imagery alone, like I'm hoping the movie's not bad. I don't think it will be. No, I mean, in Force Awakens, I mean, we can talk a little about Force Awakens, too, um, while we're talking about Star Wars, since we didn't get to yeah, talk about it back then. But, um, uh, again, they, they, they seem to have figured out um, what to do to make them good again. That's how it kind of feels to me. Yeah. Yeah, it's just rip off the first script. <laughs> ha! Which I say jokingly, but also seriously. Um, I felt that that was like, you know, I mean, that's pretty much what they did. Everybody complained about it, but I was like, no, that's exactly what they needed to do. Like, in in essence, they're rebooting it while continuing it. It's like, it's like, you know, 
separating it, saying like this is not going to be the Jar Jar Binks trilogy. This is this is fucking Star Wars, and this is how a Star Wars movie starts, and this is how it ends. And yeah, we're going to be doing the same thing, just like every other fucking movie franchise does eventually, anyway. But you know, they were able to tell the same story. I felt in a fresh way, mm-hmm. and also it's you know it's a generational thing, so it's like. You know, I also didn't mind the similarities between, like, A New Hope and this because, you know, this is the second generation coming in. So why not give them a similar starting point? Yeah, I completely but, agree. The, um, it definitely has a lot of fan service to uh, to us loyal fans. And <clears throat> there's definitely similarities to the first story. But there's enough, enough different... And uh, I think the next movies are going to show are going to go in different directions than Empire and Jedi did. Oh yeah, um, absolutely. Not, I'm not even talking about um, the uh, Rogue One movie. I'm just talking about the main trilogy. I definitely think they're they're going to be um, going a new direction from here. And um, uh, and it's I've thoroughly enjoyed it. I mean, my mother, I was talking to my mom yesterday, and she was like, "I didn't really like the new Star Wars movie." It's like you're crazy. She's like, she's like, it what? just wasn't, just wasn't my thing. I was like, well, you know, you're old. So. <laughs> yeah, the only thing I, I, my only complaint about the, uh, the new Star Wars movie was, um, was J.J. Abrams based complaint, and I like J.J. Abrams, but it just seems to me that like J.J. Abrams feels the need, like no matter what movie he's making, he's got to drop a weird looking monster that looks similar to every other movie weird looking monster he does and in this one we had the the, the raptors um yeah <laughs> which seemed i mean that just seemed like you know jj abrams is like man i'm making the star wars movie it's gonna be an awesome star wars movie but i need to throw in my monster you know i mean because he did the same thing in the in the first star trek you know he threw in one of his weird star trek monsters on the ice planet with spock and it was just there just because J.J. Abrams likes to throw in weird monsters, which is cool. But, you know, it gets to the point now where I'm just like, you know, I see a J.J. Abrams movie with a weird monster. And I'm just like, oh, here we go again. He has the weird monster. The only movies I think he hasn't put a weird monster in yet were his uh, Mission Impossibles. Uh, yeah. Uh, and I, and I, I guess in retrospect, if I was going to cut anything out of the movie, that whole, I could, that whole scene could have gone with the monsters in, in, in Force Awakens, I suppose. Uh, although it was fun and... Uh, it was fun. Completely unrealistic fun, <laughs> though. You know, they, they could never... They were super fast, these weird monsters, and they were eating everyone. But not our heroes, of course. Our heroes escaped by the, right. the hair of their, their teeth. <laughs> Skin of their teeth. Uh, but, it, you know, it, le- it led to a couple of amusing... Lines like uh, when, like, so she, so um, Ray saved uh, Finn by closing the door, and and he, didn't he say something like, "Did you see that?" And she was like, "Nope, I didn't see it at all." Because you know, but she, yeah, yeah, that was that was a funny moment. There's some funny moments there, uh, but that whole part could have been gone. You're right. But um, I mean, at the same time, it was fun. I did enjoy it, yeah. and had it not been jj abrams i probably wouldn't even have noticed it like you know as as a thing to to think about i just would have been like oh they have weird monsters because star wars has always had weird monsters but just because jj abrams name was on it 
like you know it that weird monster stood out to me i was like oh here we go there's another cloverfield monster mm. which i can segue into uh, we can come back to star wars if, if we want but i can segue that into stranger things cool because um man all right first of all here here, here comes another spoiler alert people so if you haven't watched stranger things yet man watch stranger things and and skip ahead a few seconds i don't know how many how many spoilers we'll give away but this is the spoiler i wanted to save my star wars segue is when we first see the you've been warned uh, the demogorgon mm-hmm. my first thought was like did jj abrams make this movie <laughs> like does he did, is he involved in the show and i had to look and i was like all right he's not because the demogorgon was such a jj abrams type monster you're right which is fine once again it's cool as hell but I like, you know, the weird, I don't have a face, but like I have these like flaps that open up and like, you know, there's teeth in my flaps. <laughs> uh, yeah. Right. Yeah, I know. I, uh, I see that. And um, on another note, Stranger Things was excellent. Oh, my God, was it excellent. Mm-hmm. Stranger Things is a, oh, man. It's, it's E.T., meets Stephen King. Like, if, if Steven Spielberg had been collaborating with um, with Stephen King instead of George Lucas all these years, we would have had Stranger Things-type movies, like, forever now. Yeah, it was... And vi- it's, like, it's perfect. It was. It was um, very good. The kids, there were a handful of kids, and uh, they did a great job, and the story was, like, very 80s. It's supposed to feel very 80s, and... Um, just really well done and um, it's on Netflix for anyone who doesn't know it's um, I don't know if it was 12 or something uh, hours eight 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 hours and uh, they've already mad short (laughs) yeah they've already um, signed on for a second uh, second season and now of course this is gonna be longer it is and there's a handful of more famous celebrities gonna end up being in it because they all saw how good it was so they figured you know (laughs) now you can put more famous people in it yeah Created by the Duffer Brothers. Yeah. I, big things I sense from these these two or three. Or, it doesn't say how many Duffer Brothers. <laughs> it's the Duffer Brothers. Yeah. It's like the Cohen Brothers. I think there's only two Cohen Brothers. Just like there were two Wachowski Brothers who are now Wachowski sisters. <laughs> That's true. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Nothing at all. And, um, I don't know how many Cohen Brothers there are. I'm going to assume there's two. But I don't know how many Duffer Brothers there are. It's just the Duffer Brothers. But yeah, they put together Netflix... Netflix has been disappointing me with the selection of, of older material that's available. Not entirely. I still watch Netflix constantly. There's always something for me to watch on the Netflix. But it seems that like a lot of their older material, like you know, previously broadcast stuff, you know, they're not I mean it's getting more expensive. But you know, the people who own the rights they're just like, Wow, you know, Netflix you're making billions upon billions, uh, give us more money. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's not exactly easy to do. But their original program is so effing good. Like, I mean, at this point, all the original programming that I enjoy on that, I would pay a separate subscription even if I couldn't get those old shows and movies. Like, their original programming, there's enough of it now, and it's just that, most of it is that good. It's worth the Netflix price of admission. Yeah, it is. Uh, I've been enjoying all, I mean, I don't watch, I watched the first season of, uh, what's the political one? Um, shit. Yeah, the one with uh, Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I watched the first season of that and I liked it. And, House but of Cards. I, House of Cards. But I never got into the second season. But I, but I love, I love um, Kimmy Schmidt, 
that show. TV Schmidt is awesome. It's very funny and Stranger Things and what else was there recently? Oh, I watched the uh, the first uh, that Adam Sandler Western movie. That was a Netflix original movie, which is Adam Sandler, but it was funny. I haven't watched that yet. I haven't watched any of the uh, the Adam Sandler. There's like two Adam Sandler things. There's that Western kind of thing. That's the one I saw. And then he made some other thing that I have not watched. I haven't watched either of them, but the other thing, I don't know. It's Adam Sandler with a gun. Yeah, like, I liked you know, it. Like a modern gun. You know what else I liked? I also liked uh, they they did uh, Wet Hot American Summer, uh, <laughs> yes. which I thought was uh, I thought was good. And Orange Is the New Black is good also. Yep. I think that's all I watched. Did you watch? Oh oh, oh and how could we not mention the Marvel, Daredevil the and Daredevil and Jessica Jones? Also, both were outstanding. Both seasons. Yes. Season two of Daredevil wasn't as good as season one, but it was still good. Yeah, uh, but it does it does tie in more to the to the great mythology that made uh, in the comics that made Daredevil like a great comic. Like Frank Miller came aboard before he went cuckoo, and um, you know he did this whole ninja mythology that hadn't been in Daredevil before. He introduced like you know the hand uh, stick Electra. Yeah. So, and I think they they wanted to like pull all this mystic stuff in now and not like wait too long because. Um, I think that's where the Defenders is going to come in because now we got Luke Cage coming at the end of this month, mm-hmm. which looks awesome as hell. And um, Iron then Fist. we're going to have a Iron Fist, yep. Which I don't know how awesome Iron Fist looks. It looks pretty good, but we haven't seen too much of it. Right. Like, you know, just I've seen very little so far, and we're gonna, which is fine. And we're going to get a second season of uh, Jessica Jones also before the yep. before the com- combination movie. Yeah, and then the Defenders, I think, is going to be some sort of mystic shit because Iron Fist's, um, you know, his his whole story is like this mystic kung fu stuff. And um, man, these comics, you know, like Iron Man, um, Iron Man, duh. <laughs> Power Man and Iron Fist, uh, Luke Cage was Power Man, you know, they were very 70s. Like, even when the series continued into the 80s and such, I mean, there was just like all this, like, you know, black exploitation type stuff all this kung fu type stuff it was like it was like the shaft of marvel comics um and it was it was great man it's like you know it was it was just good it was fun stuff to read like all this kung fu and like you know gangster shit it, mm-hmm. was, it was just good man so but i think like all that mystic shit i think that's what it's going to tie in i think um madam chairman mao uh, i can't remember her character's name in the daredevil but the the old Chinese woman who sells the uh, heroin. Yes, I, I know um, what you're talking about. Yeah, she's she's got some like mystic shit going on, and I think she's going to tie into the Iron Fist story. And I think that, you know, it's all going to tie into like more mystic shit. So I think they needed to get Daredevil into that mystic shit that is part of his like origin. But I think it's what's going to tie his story in with everybody else's. That makes sense. Uh, and you're right that the ninja, all the ninja stuff was the weakest part of this season of this last season of daredevil yeah i mean i liked it because i liked the original stuff from the but one of the great things about the first season was like you know it was just dude blind guy you know he's got some superpowers and he's fighting crime but basically i mean you know his superpowers are just the fact that like you know he's got heightened senses I mean, he's not super strong. He he can't, you know. He's he's not Superman. He's a little more 
than Batman, you know, but he's not, you know, he's not superhuman. He gets his ass kicked so much. I love it. <laughs> I know. I felt, I felt sad that the lawyers, although the lawyer stuff storyline, how the group kind of fell apart there and he let it, I mean, he thought it was to protect them. You know, that's how these, these superhero vigilante types always feel like they have to protect the people around them by pushing them all away. And I guess that sort of makes sense. Uh, but yeah, it made me sad. I, I liked their their whole camaraderie and the office stuff from the first season, and uh, I was sad to see it go for the second season. Yeah, because I mean, the best part of season two, um, you know, which ties into the whole lawyer thing, was the was the Punisher storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, and they tackled the Punisher storyline, you know, in a way that wasn't never tackled in the comics, and it was it was phenomenal and that's really what the whole second season should have probably been was dealing with the punisher stuff and like let that break up the law firm well i mean it it serves a lot to do that aside from the fact that he was distracted by like you know all the ninja shit going on but i i felt that like punisher should have been like the main focus of the entire second season and then save that mystic shit for maybe like you know for season three and then just Focus on that mystic shit so you can devote your full time and attention to it. And because Shane from The Walking Dead was such an awesome Punisher. Yeah, it was really well done. I mean, I didn't like that actor because of The Walking Dead. I have this bad habit of like associating actors with like the first thing I ever see them in. And usually it never goes away. I still don't like Mark Harmon because the first thing I ever saw him in was uh, the Ted Bundy story. <laughs> and I don't trust that fucker. He made that summer school comedy. I was like, nope, you won't fool me, Mark Harmon. Uh, he's in that NCIS. I, I don't watch it because he can't fool me. And um, John Barenthal, however you say his last name, um, you know, Shane from The Walking Dead. You know, I was like, you won't fool me, Shane. I'm not going to like you. And he was so phenomenal in The Punisher. I loved him so much. I want to hug that man. If I see him on the street, I'm going to hug him. It's going to be awkward for both of us, I'm sure. But Of course. I'm going to be like, you're, you're awesome. <laughs> You're so awesome, Shane. Uh, what else? TV, movies, books. Yeah, Stephen King had a handful of books. Uh, yes. Nothing crazy. I'm still trying or... to catch up on them. Yeah. And uh, I don't think I've For read anything. For a retired else. guy, he's really prolific right now. He is definitely right. More than one book. <laughs> still more than one book a year. Uh, his kid, both his kids, writing books too. But, uh, Joe Hill is phenomenal. Yeah. And uh, Patrick Rothfuss, I'm still waiting for the third book in the Patrick Rothfuss series. Man, let me talk about him for a second. Sure. Uh, I like the books, <laughs> I guess. Um, Foth is a... I'm not sure if I like him as a hero at all. I'm hoping the third book redeems him in my eyes by making him like... I mean, I'm guessing it has to, considering the current situation he's in. Uh, without getting into too much, people haven't read this yet. But, yeah. you know, for people who have read it, I mean, you might know what I'm talking about. Like, he's like, he's, he's so fucking blessed. It's like the dude can do, like, nothing wrong. And everything he does do wrong just works out in his favor. Um, you know, people are against him, but he's just got this, like, way of just get, bypassing all that that I just don't. I'm not worried about him as as a character. It's like I feel he doesn't really have any conflict. It's like people piss him off, and he's just like you know, or people are out to get him, and he's just like, man, I don't have to worry about that because I'm awesome. <laughs> and he always 
you know, he, he hasn't failed really ever. Yeah. I get like you, I get you. all his failures are, are also successes. So, and that, that uh, kind of, but at the same time, I really like the writing. I like the story a lot, but I'm just, and again, considering the situation that he's actually in as he's relating the story, you know, relaying the story to, to the person writing it down. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm guessing that shit like that is going to happen. Yeah, I would say so. But that's that's my only... But yeah, I'm waiting for that third book too, man. Yeah, he's a slow writer. The first book took him 15 years to write or something like that. That's because he's too busy doing his podcast. <laughs> do you listen to that? I listen. I do. <laughs> it's yeah, a good podcast. It is. He does a He does a podcast with the creator of Cards Against Humanity. Yeah. Uh, the show is the show is called um, Unattended Consequences. Uh, that's it. Unattended Consequences. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of my one of my. Uh, it's on my list. I have podcasts. And uh, I guess it wouldn't be not the show if we didn't talk about gadgets a little too. Aside from Alexa, which we did in the beginning, uh, yeah. it's, it was iPhone Week. You it was talk. also. Note, note seven week. <laughs> it's amazing. Blowing up all over the place. It's that a, thing's blowing up all over the place. I still find it amazing that there's hundreds of news stories about the fact that the iPhone is not going to have a headphone jack, but the Galaxy Note is exploding all over the all over the the place, and it's barely a footnote that there's anything wrong with Samsung's phones. So, <laughs> I, I guess it's because I'm an Apple guy that I feel that way. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, I got to say, I mean, I'm not a fan of the idea of taking away the standard, like, 3.5, whatever, headphone jack. I'm not a fan of that idea. Mm-hmm. But most of the people I see shouting very loudly on Facebook are, you know, they're focusing on the, the airless earbuds. And they're saying, like, thanks a lot, Apple, for, like, making me buy $160, you know, earbuds that I'm going to lose and never see again. It's like, you know, what are you thinking? And I'm just like, man, that, that's, that's really, that's not the case. That's an option. Yes. You know, it comes with wired headphones that you would just attach to the lightning port. There's just one thing now. And, you know, people are like, well, what if I'm at home and I, I want to listen to it, you know, while I'm charging it? It's like, well, man, get a fucking Bluetooth speaker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, uh, and I think that's their goal. Their goal is they want, they, they see the future as a wireless headphone world mm-hmm. and, um, this is kind of what Apple does. They take a step, even if it's or it seems too early to take that step, but someone has to take the first step. And I mean, this isn't even the first phone that doesn't have a headphone jack. There's been a couple others, uh, Android phones without headphone jacks. Um, I, I tend to use, I have, I use Bluetooth headphones. Um, and I think the reality is if you look at, if you get on like a subway and you look at all the people listening to, Apple phones, you know, 75% of them are going to have white earbuds in and the phones are still going to come with white earbuds that plug into the bottom of the thing, same as they did before. Yeah. And, and I think that uh, that's why they they can do it. And I mean, and they're putting a uh, dongle in the box. So if anyone has $200 Beats headphones or uh, Harman Kardons or anything that they want to listen to that, that uses a regular headphone jack, there's a little dongle and yeah, maybe yeah. it's a little, maybe it's a little bit more of a pain in the ass. Just, just leave it hanging from the bottom of your headphones. It's just a, it's a two inch long or three inch long little thing that you can just leave, act like it doesn't exist. It's just hanging off the bottom of your wire. And so, yeah. you know, I, I don't, I don't quite get all the hype. And I think in two years when no phones have headphone jacks, people are going to look back at this and laugh, you know, like they did about the floppy drive and like they did about 
um, you know, Ethernet ports on laptops. I mean, those things go away. And as people, as companies make things smaller, you know, it's a wireless world. It's going to get more and more that way. Now, here's here's my only problem with the uh, with the design of anything new for the Apple. Um, I do have a problem with the with the wireless earbud things. Uh, I have two problems with them. A, I think they look ridiculous. In every picture I've seen with people with them hanging out of their ears, I'm just like, man, that looks ridiculous. I don't want them <laughs> because they look ridiculous. Yeah. Um, the second problem I have is the fact that they're not wired together. And I understand why they're not wired together. But, I mean, I feel like if I lost the, the set of, of earbuds... Like, I would be upset, but I think I'd be 20 times more upset if I just lost one. I think there's going to be... find it walking around with the one, and I was like, God damn it, where is the other one? I wonder if you can pair together two that didn't come in the same box. Like, for example, if you go on eBay and say, um, I'm looking for a right, a, a right ear pod, and someone who's <laughs> lost their left ear pod is selling their right ear pod. Uh, I wonder if that will work. It would make sense if it did, right? Um, yeah, I would. I would think so. I mean, I have a set of Bluetooth Beats headphones, and they have the they have the cord connecting them. And I'm gonna buy the AirPods because that's what I do. But um, right. I and I see why they're they're selling a set that doesn't have it because it's um, they're smaller. The thing around the back of my neck when I work out um, is annoying. It annoys me. Uh, but that's only when I work out. When I'm not working out, um, when I get, you know, when it's, I'm sweaty in the back of my neck, I don't want that thing sticking to me. So I, I think I'd like to not have it there. But for the rest of right. real life, if they don't fit well enough that they're not going to fall out, then you're, you're right. Then people are going to be in the subway and, you know, or on a bus or, in a, or, you know, or you get bumped and one falls out of your ear and then, you know, gets stepped on or down a sewer or, and maybe these are first world problems, but... <laughs> Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, the 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 idea of that. I like the idea of the separate. I like that you can leave one out and use it as a as just a um, like a Bluetooth phone ear thing. So you could just use one at a time, or you could listen to something that doesn't have to be in stereo with just one in, and and have a, an open ear to hear the rest of the world on the other side. And I like all of the neat um, features they added, like when you. If you take one out, it automatically will pause what you're listening to. It has like proximity sensors built in. So it'll pause so you can have a conversation. When you put it back in, it'll start the thing back up. You could also double tap to push play or push pause. And to activate Siri, if you want to ask Siri something, you double tap it. It has a, a motion sensor in it as well as a proximity sensor. They're neat. There's a lot of technology behind them, and I like that. See, I mean, I know that if I were to get them, I would lose one. Mm-hmm. Just because that's my own, that's my that's my own failing, because like when I come home, I usually throw my 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 headphones down somewhere, um, and then I have to find them later. But at least they're connected. So once I find them, I'm just like, here's my headphones, and I pull them up, and I know for a fact that like I'm gonna throw them on my entertainment center when I come in the house, and one day I'm just gonna look, and there's just gonna be one, and I'm gonna be like, Inch, have you seen my my other ear my my other earpods? And be like, nope. And, you know, I mean, maybe I'll find it, like, when the dog takes a crap the next time because, like, I accidentally knocked it off the thing. I don't know. It's just, you know, again, like you said, you know, first world problems and then, like, you know, and then my world problems, which are just the fact that I'm unorganized. (laughs) 
Yeah, so uh, maybe, maybe they're counting on the fact that people are going to put them back into the little plastic box anytime they're not wearing them. The little Tic Tac box charger thingy. Uh, For me, that's a pipe dream. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll only do it when they're dead. Well, so then you can still... Um, so the, the one of the things about these is that although they're regular Bluetooth and they'll work with anything that is Bluetooth, including Android phones, they have a proprietary Apple chip, an Apple Bluetooth um, chip that has other technology in it that's supposed to make it better, supposed to make them connect together better and sync with your phone better. And that chip will be in some of the new Beats headphones too. And uh, the Beats all have the wire behind your neck. So you can get... You can get ones like you're wearing, the, the over-the-ear big headphones, Bluetooth from Beats. Uh, you could also get um, the kind like I have, which are the power Beats that uh, they kind of stick in your ears and they, the rope goes around your neck. And then they also have the, the, a new one that's the, their $100 version. That's the kind of the, the one that has like the heavy uh, thing with the microphones and the battery in it that stays on your neck and the two earphones that come off of that. Um, so there's other options for people that want the better potentially better Apple technology Bluetooth headphone thing from Beats. This is what I want from, from I don't care who makes it as long as it's not Samsung. I mean, if it's Samsung, I'll wait for like a later generation so it doesn't explode in my head. I want them implanted in my, in my ear canals. And I want to be able to just touch my ear <laughs> and yeah, I want to be like a cyborg listening to podcasts and, and you know, and iTunes and stuff. That's what I want. Yeah, maybe that's the future. That would have to be like a noise canceling feature, so you could turn it on when you don't want to hear outside noise, but turn it off when you want to listen to your thing, but still hear outside noise. That would be interesting. Yeah. Uh, other things... I'm telling you, I've been thinking about getting an iPhone Seven. I was thinking about getting the Note Seven mm -hmm. because you know I like Android. I'm I'm an Android fan. Um, and a while ago, I was even thinking about one of the uh, the new Nexus phones, although there won't be Nexus phones anymore. There are going to be Pixels now as they come out. But yeah. I was thinking about getting a Nexus phone. And, um, you know, and I, I chose the iPhone because one of my biggest problems with the iPhone before was it was too small for me personally. Um, I know other people who are bigger than I am with bigger fingers, and they love them and have no problem. Um, you know, I think our hands are comparable, and you've always been a huge iPhone you know, fan and you've never, but me, I was like, I need something bigger. So when they made it bigger, I got the iPhones, but you know, I kind of missed my note. And now, you know, with the note seven, I was like, man, maybe I'm going to get that note seven. I'm looking, I'm reading specs and stuff. And, you know, I'm thinking I might get it. And then, you know, even before they started blowing up, like, you know, um, I started reading stuff about the iPhone seven. And I was like, you know what? I really thought I was going to go back to Android this cycle. Yeah. But, I think I'm gonna get an iPhone Seven. Yeah, um, I'm getting mine. I'll have it on. I'll have it a week from. Uh, I'll have it this Friday. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't decided yet, and I still technically I have a month left on my contract before I can upgrade. Um, so, but I'm thinking what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna give my iPhone six to my mom. Okay. Because she has an Android phone, but she's also got like she's got an iPad and she's got a Mac. But um, the reason she got an, uh, an Android phone is because when I finally convinced her to to come to the future, um, you know, she didn't want to spend a lot. Um, you know, and I offered to pay for the phone. So, you know, I was very happy that she didn't want to spend a lot. Like, she just gives me a little bit to be on my plan. 
Um, she gives me what she used to be on her old like pay as you go, which is like not much. And I was like, man, just give me that. So, but the phone she chose because it was one of the cheaper phones, and she's just like, I just need to be able to do basic stuff. Um, has like little. It has like four gigabytes of of memory. Oh, that's not much at all. No, and even when I finally got an SD card for her, because I kept telling her, Ma, get an SD card. You know, they'll take an SD card, get an SD card. I finally got her an SD card, and it won't put much on there. It's like most of the stuff, like when you try to like put it on the SD card, it won't let you because, you know, whoever designed this, you know, Android version, you know, uh, what do they call them, skins or whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, whoever tweaked the operating system for that particular phone just made it so that like it wasn't ever going to be very functional and i guess that was one of the reasons why it was like cheap was because it was like you know we're not going to give you all this functionality you only want to spend like you know a couple hundred bucks on a phone yeah suffer so i've been thinking i might if if i decide to upgrade at all because i also like the idea of not paying for a phone for a little while but if i if i decide to upgrade um i'm going to give her my iphone 6. i think she'll be a lot happier you know, it doesn't have a ton of memory, but it, you know, I'm I'm a low level power user. I'm not a high level power user. I'm a low level power user, and I have absolutely very few issues with with using my phone. Yeah. If I have too much memory being used up by crap, like you know, like the cached or wherever it is, you know, I just do that trick where you like go and you try to rent Lord of the Rings: The Two Towers. Yeah, so it, because it, it immediately starts clearing all that excess space for you yeah yeah that works Best I, I read about that too <laughs> yeah i use it like at least once a month like i'll be downloading and it'll be like you only have like you know 200 megabytes left and i'm just like what it's like ah and it's all like you know it's got to be like all cached stuff because i'm not like putting a lot of like new things on here so um you know i just do that i go to the itunes store and i say i would like to rent the two towers please and they say man you can't rent the two towers you idiot there's no room on your phone and they just automatically just clear up like two gigabytes of data for mm-hmm. yeah you don't have to pay for the movie either you just cancel your transaction yeah exactly it cancels automatically mm-hmm. you don't have to remember to go back yep it's just hoping you'll remember and come back like before that space is gone again that's right so yeah so new phones <laughs> i also i also ordered the new watch because there's a new watch too, and I had the I, had, I don't know maybe this how long ago was the old watch? Yeah, I guess I had the old watch last time we talked. Yeah, I think you did. Yeah, it was. Uh, I got it. Uh, I think it was April of that year because it's been out for 18 months or something like that. Anyway, I, I pre-ordered the new watch too. I sold my watch on eBay. I got half what the new one cost, so I always like that. So yeah, that's pretty good. And that's the problem with giving your phone to your mom is um, if you tried to sell your iPhone 6. Okay, so I could, my 6S, I priced out how much it would cost to sell a, oh no, I'm using the 6S now. My 6, I looked up how to how much I could sell it for on eBay and I probably could have got $450 for it before they announced the 7. Once they announced the 7, the prices usually drop a little bit on, on older phones, yeah. but you may be able to get almost half of what a new 7 would, be, would cost if you... Uh, if you sold your six rather than give it away. But then your mom wouldn't have a new good phone. Right, exactly. It's an issue. And, you know, I'd be paying for, you know, when, when I need her to upgrade, like when I want to get her an upgrade because her phone is completely useless, you know, that's just another phone that I'd be paying for. Yeah. 
because you know she she's on you know she's a retiree she's living on a fixed income you know she's not by any means poor but you know i want her to have a good phone so that she can you know do good things with it mm-hmm. so which is why i was definitely willing to pay for like you know her crappy android because i was like you know your your grandkids are texting you and you can't text them back because you're like you know you're hitting the number buttons like up to three times to get you know and you know and now she like she texts me she texts me from home she's home she's a house phone and she'll text me and she'll just be like you know i just watched sweeney todd it was like very disturbing i guess it's worth a watch though that's literally like you know something <laughs> what did she say but yeah i mean she texted me from home like watching a movie she knew i was home but she just you know just like a quick little it wasn't a conversation she was like, uh, yeah, here it is. She's like, because we had talked earlier on the phone. I asked her if she needed anything from the store. And she says, I'm watching Sweeney Todd. It's got, you know, that Johnny Depp fellow. <laughs> and, um, like, after I got home, like, you know, a little while later, she just texted me, like, what a gory movie. Worth seeing it, I suppose. Catch it sometime. And then I was like, which movie? Because I was, I totally forgot what we had talked about. And she's like, Sweeney Todd. And I was like, oh, the doy. <laughs> Literally, the doy. <laughs> But yeah, so now now she texts, and now like when her grandkids text her, you know she can text back, which is you know, which is cool, and she can you know do other stuff. Also, one of the things she was saying to me recently, I mean, because she has her iPad Mini, she loves it. Yeah. But you know, man, I don't want to say my mom's a little old lady because that's not quite appropriate. It's not quite true. But she's a little old lady, and she's getting she it's too heavy. She's like, man, I guess stick a lug in this thing around. It's so heavy. It's what she uses to take pictures and stuff. So I think, like, just the iPhone 6, I didn't get the 6 Plus. I, I think it would be a good size. It's about the same size as that Android phone. I have an OtterBox case for it. Yeah. I think, I think it would be, be a good upgrade for her. Yeah, you're right. I mean, you know, there's, like, Apple last year put out the um, SE, which is, like, the it's basically the same size as the iPhone 5 was, which is smaller. Of course, it's smaller than the 6. It's 5-inch diagonal. And right. that's their that's their free on contract phone at the moment, but it's very fast. It's got all the same specs as the iPhone six, maybe even the same specs as the six S. The six S, yeah. Yeah, it's got I the same in, it. same internals and camera. Her new phone. Yeah. Uh, so if, if so, if she doesn't mind a smaller phone, you save a bunch of money uh, getting that one for our uh, instead. If you, I mean, it, probably about the same as what you could get for your six if you sold it is the cost. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. I got engine SE because I mean, she liked her littler phone. She wasn't so sure about the bigger one. This is before she even needed a phone. Um, and so, uh, you know, when, when her old phone finally like bit the dust, like she dropped it and like, you know, the screen popped off hmm. sort of, and it was like just dead. I mean, her Apple Care long since expired. I mean, we could have gotten it just fixed, but I was like, ah, you know, I was like, you're due for an upgrade. Let me see what's what's up. Um, and yeah, I figured, you know, the SE it was, you know, it was it was just the same hardware on the inside as the uh, as the 6s, but the smaller phone that she liked, she could use the same case that she had before. And so yeah, she, I got her one. She seems to be pretty happy with it. Yeah, it's a, it's a good phone. Good little phone. Too little for too me small these days. For me. Yeah. <laughs> I try to I try to use it uh, once in a, try to use a small phone once in a while. Jen I, still has her she's still using a 4s, and uh, I don't know how I don't know how it's 
Or maybe she's in a 5S. Anyway, she, even if she's, she's in that size, I think. It must be a 5S. And I just don't know how she tolerates it. I can't do it. Yeah, this is a... Is this the 4? I think this is the 4. It has the glass back. The 4 or the 4S has the glass back. Yeah, I think this is a glass back. Yeah, you can tell the 5 had a metal back with glass bar on the top and bottom. Just yeah, the, this, just so this is, this is a 4 then, right? Yeah, that's a 4. Yeah, you can... For, for people listening, you know, I'm holding up my daughter's old 4. Or 4S. You know, it might have been four, yeah, I think actually, yeah, I think it was a 4S. That's, that's what cycle she's on with the two-year upgrade. She's on the S cycle. Mm -hmm. This year, um, that was what was different with this year. The, so we already had the 6S. So now this is the 7 that's coming out, but it looks almost exactly like the 6 and the 6S. Usually they change their shape and size and stuff. And the rumors say that they're going to change it next year and that it's going to be a big, big different phone next year for the 10th anniversary of the iPhone. All kinds of crazy rumors, like, like no, no uh, top and bottom uh, white section, like all glass and no home button at all, and all kinds of crazy rumors that we never know if they're true for another year now. But, and I don't think that should keep you from buying a seven if you want to buy a seven. Uh, yeah, I think I'm still going to go ahead and buy. The yeah, seven. I think the seven's going. I think the seven's going to be a good phone. It's certainly significantly faster, and and the cameras are better, and you, um, so. Um, I mean, I'm going to get the plus because I like the um, the best. I, I don't, as much as I like the smaller 7 better than the 7 plus, I want the better camera. I use my phone as a camera too often. Yeah, I think I'm, when I was thinking about it, I was thinking that I was going to get the, the plus this time around. Like, I didn't get the 6 plus because when I was playing with them in the store, I was like, I don't know, this might be too big. And um, like a year in, I kind of regretted it. Not that the six is like too small for me, but like you know, when I saw other people playing with their six pluses, I was I was jealous and sad. <laughs> no, I just got to see more more people using them, and then I was just like, you know, I, I only played with it for a second at the store, and it felt too big. You know, it really wasn't. It was like, you know, it wasn't much larger than my Note Two, which was my previous favorite phone. Yeah. You know, it wasn't much larger than that at all. Um, you know what I hate? I hate phone cases, man. I hate them. Uh, necessity, you know, I got an otter box on this. And every now and then, like when I'm at home, like just to clean it up or sometimes when I'm charging it, like if I'm like really low, I'll take it out of the case to charge it so it doesn't overheat. I don't know how, if that's like an old wives tale <laughs> or, or not. But, you know, and then I got to hand it to them, man. They make a beautiful phone and I'm, I'm hiding it in this like rubber and plastic thing because when I take the phone out I'm like man I wish this thing was indestructible I'd love to carry it around just like this yeah I this agree it's like a brick I know I, I know I, I have and I have a smallish I have the Apple case and it's it's relatively thin but it still annoys me that I love the way the phone feels in my hand so much better but you know why I use the case is I have a because I have Apple Care and I get a new phone every year so my Apple Care never expires and I mean if I break the phone I get a new phone or whatever they do they change the screen but the right. um I have a dashboard magnet magnet thing, and to use the magnet thing, you gotta have a metal plate, and it's between the case and the phone, and so it just pops right into my dashboard, and then I could use the GPS and stuff right onto my. Uh, it sticks in like a uh, one of the air conditioner vents, the little the little right. magnet thing. But I'm thinking I'm gonna change for the next one. I like the new the new sevens have this really cool matte black 
colored version and I really like the way it looks and I think I'm going to get the kind of dashboard thing that clamps from the sides rather than the magnet just so that I can use it without a case cool yeah it's silly but <laughs> no nah, man I would love to you know I've, I've tried one of those you know me man I, I my car is 1988 it's a it's, it's officially almost a classic <laughs> um all of my vents in any car I've ever owned because I always own older cars. Um, I can't use any of those those vent ones. I've picked up a couple hoping that they would be great. But my vents are so, like, you know, so old and used that, like, it just automatically just, like, you know, whoop, it just <laughs> drops, droops down. It's, like, facing the floor, and I'm like, oh, man. Yeah, you need to get the kind that you actually glue to the dashboard with really heavy-duty two-sided tape because it's a 1988. You could glue things to the dashboard and not care too much. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, we talked about phones for a half hour. That was fun. Damn. Uh, I don't know. If we like our phones. We do. We do. Uh, I also. I have it used the, to be more interesting when when I was when I didn't have an iPhone. Yeah, there was, was there was like, a little Android motherfucker, and you'd be like, iPhone. It was like you know. Yeah, I was going to ask you. Do you have your mom's iPad set up to do iMessage so she could text? from her iPad if she wants to? Um, was that too complicated? Not so much that it's too complicated. It's just that she doesn't want to do really anything that fancy with it. She just mostly uses it for taking pictures, emails when she's on the road. Yeah. Um, you know, I try telling her other things she can do. Man, I'm trying to get my mother to listen to podcasts. Like, you know, and it's, I'm just like, you understand? I mean, her thing is like, you know, when, when I, she's like, well, I, I don't know if I have time to sit there and watch. Because she used to watch our podcast whenever we would record. Because, you know, we record live and stuff. Yeah. And she would always, I don't really have time to sit around watching podcasts. And I was like, no, Mom, you're, you're missing it. It's, you don't watch them. You know, you watch me and Joe because, you know, you're my mom. <laughs> you know, and you're interested in the live show. I was like, you listen to it. And you put it on your iPad. It's played over the speakers. Played over, you know, your headphones anything that you want to listen to about like you're gonna find it if you want a podcast about the, the catholic catechisms or whatever you call those things man it's there if you want to listen to a podcast about van van Gogh for 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 weeks on end that you can find them she she you know if she gets it she's just like eh. yeah yeah <laughs> and i could see the iMessage getting confusing people trying to text because it wouldn't be the same as her android phone i mean if it if she had an iphone then it could be the same phone number the same iMessages could be going to both places yeah but with it this way she'd be getting messages in two different places from two different addresses and it's complicated see and that's the other thing i like about the idea of getting her giving either giving her my iphone or her eventually getting an iphone is my mom's always been you know, a Mac user. She she's used a Mac like in her professional and personal life, you know, forever. Mm -hmm. um, and she she likes her iPad. Like when you know the iPad's not too much different from OS X. Like you know, it's it's very, you know, similar. Like you know, so it's kind of intuitive for her. There were some things we had to kind of figure out, you know, explain to her. Mm -hmm. But you know, one of the beauties of like giving her an iPhone is like it's exactly the same operating system that she's gotten used to, on the iPad. Yeah, and if um, and if she's using it for pictures a lot, she could take pictures on both gadgets and they sync to both both places and back to her Mac. She could set not, up set up. Not all back that. to her Mac. No. No. 
Uh, nope. Her <laughs> Mac is her Mac is too old. Oh, okay. Yeah, I tried setting a lot of that up for her because, like, you know, she was um, even on her iPad. It's like she was running out of room for pictures, and I said, you know, well, why don't you just like set it up so that they just go like you know go directly to to your iCloud, mm-hmm. and you know, you know, I said no pictures are stored on my phone. You know, they're all there for me to download later if I need to, if I want to pull one up. But I can view them all, but none of them are actually on my phone. Right. Um, so I tried to set it up for her, and basically her Mac was like, what, Sunny? <laughs> no, I don't do that. You know, she's got one of the later, um, she doesn't have the latest um, software because she can't update her to it. But I think she's got. Mountain Lion? She after Mountain I think Lion? She's got Mountain, I think she got Mountain Lion. I think Mountain Lion is like the oldest thing she can put on her Mac. Mm. Um, and she's been talking like eventually she's going to have to get a new one. This one's, you know, very old. It's running very slow. And then we'll be able to do more interesting things with her. But yeah, at the moment, yeah. And I was so disappointed. I was like, oh, never mind. I lied to you. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, I said, I can do it. Yeah. But you can't. Yeah. I bought an iPad Pro. I have an, I have an iPad Pro now. How's that? It's huge, right? I, I bought it for the sign job because I, um, I need to be able to read blueprints and uh, mark them up. So I, um, the iPad Pro, you could get a stylus for, and it has a keyboard. And so, uh, and I could pull up the blue, I could transfer the, I transfer the blueprints over to it from, like use, I use Dropbox to transfer blueprints onto it. And then I can mark up the things I need to mark up on there and make my lists. And I could do side by side blueprints and uh, notes app and I can take notes on what I'm looking at and uh, everything syncs back to my Mac and all the notes sync back to my Mac. It really works well for me. I love it. It's just, but it's, but I thought I'd be able to then give Jojo my regular iPad um, Air, my what is it, whatever it is, Air 2 I have. Uh, but it's too big to read books on. <laughs> and I use my iPad a lot for reading books when I'm laying in bed and I'm reading, you know, uh, if I fall asleep and it falls on my face, it knocks me unconscious rather than <laughs> my, my little iPad is just a, you know, it's just a regular iPad. I'm exaggerating that a little, but it's too heavy and bulky to comfortably read a novel on it, I think. It's great for watching video if you're going to prop it up somewhere. And it's great for what I'm using it for, for email and, and multitasking with two things on the screen at once. And, and you know, I, I Apple Pencil, my, my, I use my Apple Pencil, $100 for a pencil little plastic pencil um i love I the got, thing i got one black it's not really an apple pencil though it's just a, it's, it's, a, it's a drawing stylus right. for this like cool drawing thing i have that i draw on cool yeah but you showed off yours do you have a cintiq is that do you have a is a those things are like those computer it's a so it's a little tablet that connects to your computer like a yeah, it's 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 like not touch. too little. Like I, I almost got a smaller one. It's a Huion. Okay. And it's like you know, it's it's fairly big. large. That's yeah, big. But yeah, it hooks up to the computer. You know, I've got like some different um, drawing programs on here. Um, you know, it's pretty good. I don't use it as often as I thought I would when I bought it, but I still use it and I, I enjoy it thoroughly. Yeah, if I drew and the, the iPad Pro. iPad Pro is very good for drawing. I mean, the the stylus thing is pressure sensitive. You can make thick and thin lines with it. You can shade with it. Uh, So it's very cool. But I don't know how to draw, so I'm using it for um, not quite what it was intended. But I love the thing. Yeah. I got to say, I'm going to go back to Google here for a second. Love my Chromebook. I got a Chromebook. I love that thing. 
Yeah. Yeah, I got the Asus Flip. The, the main reason I got the Asus Flip was because you can install uh, Google Play apps as opposed to just plain old Chrome apps. That's better. And, um, you know, one of the things that I love about it is the fact that um, it's cheap. You know, the price point, I think I paid like, you know, I paid just under 200 bucks for it. That's cheap. Um, yeah, and I got my daughter one um, for also for like, you know, like 160 bucks, like a, new, a nice one big. Because, you know, the laptop that she was using stopped working and, you know, it was really old. But, you know, she doesn't do anything on this thing. She uses it for Internet stuff. It's, she's not she's not programming. She's not doing like, you know, she's not running high intensity type programs. She's not playing WoW. She's she's Skyping people and things like that. So I was like, man, I said, you just need this for internet right and she was like yeah i said all right so i got her chromebook and i really liked it so i got myself one but like i said i got the one that you know was compatible with the uh the play apps um partly because like i have all these like play apps that like you know i paid for and like you know i don't use anymore so mm -hmm. it's like now i can put them back but also like dungeons and dragons like full circle we're back at dungeons and dragons like I, there's a lot of like cool D, D apps that now i can use on this like little laptop device i, I put it behind my DM screen and you know it's it's pretty cool no oh, that's great but I, I love a Chromebook a Chromebook is good I love it I've been tempted to to get one just to ha just to try it but um uh because um you know I had a I had a MacBook Air like the, the little one the 11 inch MacBook Air but when I moved you know I took the desktop and Jen kept the laptop so um so I haven't had a laptop and I was thinking about getting myself another MacBook and then I then the iPad Pro came out and I had the new job and I was like, you know what? I was like, this makes a lot of sense. It's close to being a laptop. I could still use it to, to connect to my printing shop computer and I could still use it to control the printing shop's computer. I don't need a laptop for that. The keyboard is comfortable enough that I could actually do decent amount of typing on it for, for the printing shop job as well if I have to do work from the road. Um, so that's why I got that for myself. It made a lot of sense to me. Um, but now I have Joe on. A, JoJo's using a really, really old. Um, you can actually see it on the table behind me there. He's using a, a really old MacBook. That oh my uh, god, that thing's got to be at least an inch thick. It is. It's an inch thick and it's <laughs> plastic white. I mean, it's like it's a good ten, fifteen years old, and uh, he uses it only for Minecraft. <laughs> but uh, right. but yeah, so that's the only other laptop in the house. But I thought about getting a Chromebook just for kicks. He, Joe will probably Joe will probably end up with one from school at some point or another because I think a lot of schools are giving out Chromebooks rather than iPads because they're more disposable, cheaper to replace. Yeah, uh, you know, so uh, they, a lot of schools tried iPads and found that it, they were useful and good, and they're getting better at school stuff, but they're very expensive when a kid drops it and breaks the screen. Yeah, the, the Chromebook, you know, it, it, you can get. I don't even understand why anyone would get a Pixel. One well, of those, like, you know, $1,500 Chromebooks. I'm like, what the hell? Are you it's the same thing. As, I mean, all right, it's not the same thing. But at the same time, it's the same thing. It does the exact same thing as the one that I got for, like, about 200 bucks. Um, you know, I guess it's got higher resolution. And I suppose, like, if you need it for, if you need that resolution, you know, I guess that's good. I don't need that kind of resolution. And yours has, right. a, yours has a touch screen? 
Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you can so even the, flip it it used to, like, yeah, it's a tablet. It used to be that the, the only the more expensive ones had the touch screens, but even now the even the cheap ones now have touch screens. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's another reason why I chose the one I did was also because I can like, you know, I can completely flip it around and I can use it, you know, as a tablet, which I don't do. I hate it as a tablet. Only because when I flip it entirely around and I'm holding it, like I feel the keys and it's just man, the, the tactile feeling of, of pressing the keys while I'm I'm using a tablet is weird. Yeah. This is weird to me. So I, I don't really use it like that. I suppose there's probably some sort of case or cover I could get to to slip over that so I wouldn't feel like I was weird. Probably. Yeah. Um, how about on that note we call it a show? Yeah, I think so. I think we we've gone on long enough, folks. Yeah. We uh, <laughs> filled you all back in on uh some shit. And you could find all our episodes, all our old episodes, and you could find uh, you could subscribe to um, not the show at notthe and you could find me at Ojoey on Twitter, and you could find Mondo at Dharma Bob, and you could find the show at not the show if you're a Twitter person. Yeah, and uh, yeah, subscribe to the show. Leave us a iTunes five star rating and review, um, and listen. Check out our other podcasts, um, the American Gods Cast at americangodscast.net. And if you want another way to contact Joe and myself as well, you can follow us on Twitter at amgodscast. Um, that's extraneous. You don't need to do that. <laughs> you know, just not the show is fine. At the not the show. I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> and also um, over on Discordia19, you can follow us. Uh, well, you can subscribe to the the Beamcast, our Stephen King podcast. And these two uh, also subscribe. Uh, please, ratings, reviews, feedback. Absolutely. We know we're awesome. We need someone to. We need someone else to, to validate it, though. Yeah, we're. That's how we are. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So good night, buddy. Good night, man. I'll talk to you soon. Yes.